It's a trap! Hello and welcome to Radio TCX, your weekly source for X-Wing news and strategy, and sometimes painting advice. I'm Tim Dugan, and I'm joined uh, by my usual co-host, Carson Ray. Hey, everybody. Great day to talk about X-Wing. And John McDermott. Hello, hello. And it's a little weird right now because I actually have the video feeds up. Normally, we don't record with video, so I have the video feeds up for these two guys. But it's a it's a very special occasion right now. We have a very special guest on the podcast this week. Mr. Wade Pache is here. Wade, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Wade's uh, got a lot of accolades behind him. Uh, Wade's been a uh, the arguably the founding member of the Twin Cities X-Wing community. I think Matt Holland might contest that. Uh, but wait, you've been around the longest, right? I would say yes. <laughs> you also have that uh, unique distinction of winning the first X-Wing tournament at the Fantasy Flight Game Center, which is a huge accolade. What was That was uh, 100 and... How many people was it? 100 and... Oh, the first... No, it was eight. Oh, eight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Masterclass, though. Uh, you can find Wade. Yeah. <laughs> Wade, you're currently uh, working on your comic, Ace, by Wade Pache. You can check that out, patreon.com slash wpache, which is W-P-I-C-H-E. And you can also find Wade's work on Facebook, Ace by Wade Pache, or Minnesota Frost, the uh, gaming community uh, page he just started. Yeah. So that's uh, that's the gaming, uh, the community gaming league is uh, something I'm, I'm trying to start up. Um, this being the first team, it really just takes the idea that uh, the team is consisted of the community, not necessarily certain players, and uh, rewards uh, really everybody in some way. So uh, all the money we gain uh, goes back into the community in some way. So Yeah, so you, you started this up, Minnesota Frost, and um, I, w- I did want to get into a little bit about that because I do like the concept. So it is Minnesota Frost. It's a community structured around kind of a group of communities, right? So it's kind of all-encompassing um social competitive gaming right which sounds kind of like a contradiction yeah yeah um so you guys i think all three of you uh remember tcx ultimate was kind of like the original idea behind this and it was the idea of uh kind of just growing together it's community rewarding players with like stuff like jerseys and um i did do some tokens at one point which kind of turned out (laughs) um and like doing the stuff you know, uh, really, the main the main idea was to create a brand that the the community could get behind and root for. And with uh, Minnesota Frost, we could do that on a multi game level, um, and not be tied to just one game or you know just one event. So yeah, which which is uh-huh. cool because I feel like when I'm when I'm at the game center or whenever we get to go back to the game center, you you will see that a lot, right? Where there's obviously we are going there for X wing events a lot of the time. So we'll see our X-Wing community, but you'll always see these little clusters of other gaming groups around. Um, so it's nice to have that kind of sense of unity between all of them based geographically. Yeah, so any any event I'm running, uh, whenever we go back to that, uh, any event I'll be running, I will be running under the Minnesota Frost name. Uh, players could also support by going to the Etsy shop, which is Minnesota Frost Store, uh, and buy stuff like t-shirts and uh, decals, sweatshirts, all sorts of kind of, uh, there's like a backpack. Um, but there definitely will be more stuff like that in the near future. 
Uh, and then, like I said, all the, all the money that uh, we make from that is just going to go back into like prize support. Uh, I want to start doing more uh, charity events as well under the, fr uh, under the Minnesota Frost name and kind of just work on growing uh, the team. And I mean, talking about charity events too, I feel like one of the, I mean, arguably the premier event in Minnesota is not the X-Wing World Championship. It's the Toys for Tots tournament that's been running for, I mean, you how many of those have you run at this point? I think we would have hit six this year. Sadly, obviously, for given the ongoing circumstances out there with the pandemic, uh, situation's a little bit different right now. Uh, Carson, how many of those did you win? <laughs> oh, I'm drawing a blank now. Did I win one or two? I know one because I remember that one was uh, you won a ticket to see the uh, Force Awakens with the rest of the FFG staff. Yep, that was a, that <laughs> was a magical moment watching that with you. Yeah, yeah. FFG did donate uh, a ticket to the FFG screening. So that's actually or two rad. tickets, I guess. <laughs> that's cool. Did Did you get to see Matt Holland uh, in person? Yeah, for some reason that was the uh, that was the event that uh, for some reason luck just went my way. That's that's where my my special luck existed. That, that's every event i feel like um well it started there yeah. Wade. it started there okay <laughs> all i can think of back in the day too from you you would run tournaments all the time wade um back early on when i started playing x-wing in the community which was i mean wait whenever wave four came out in first edition so like 2014 i feel like yeah late 2014 that sounds right um there was the coveted prize that were circ circulating around which didn't they seemed important at the time. I didn't realize how special they were is that you had some of the uh, clear alternate dice, which I think were the first run of uh, prize support <laughs> alternate dice, which now are just kind of like, those are legendary at this point, I think, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely probably the, the least made die we uh, FFG did, I think, because by then, I mean, the regional kits weren't as big or nearly as numerous as they were towards the end of 2020 or 2019. Um, but yeah. All right. So we did bring Wade on because of, uh, one special event that you're doing with Minnesota Frost, and that is a painting competition this month. <laughs> yeah. So I am trying to find, uh, like, obviously Minnesota Frost is trying to commit to uh, community engagement. And this is kind of the first way since we can't see each other that I'm attempting to, uh, engage with the community. Uh, we are doing, I've done painting contests before for Star Wars Legion. Um, this is the first one I'm allowing X-Wing ships in as well. And uh, it's it's got, I mean, a $100 grand prize or a $100 prize pool right now, but I do plan on adding um, additional prizes based on the number of entries I get. Uh, I currently have three entries, which is kind of great, but then again, it's only been a couple days. I don't expect too many people to have signed up already so well and our podcast is huge so i feel like you know <laughs> this, why do people laugh when i say that oh. it's huge <laughs> no i mean like this event sounds like a great idea you're right it's exactly you know what we need it's some community engagement while you know we can be safe be social distancing this is a great time to be doing some repaints uh, and you know if you haven't tried doing repaints before this is a great time to start um, and you know, it's like we have cool models, um, and you know, you can't really play right now. Um, so this is a great, you know, way to, you know, continue that love for the game. Uh, I also feel like this is a, it's also a free contest for everyone to enter. And like, even if you haven't painted before, I think it's, it's also, yeah, just a great excuse to kind of, 
uh, start painting. And I think COVID has actually been a great time for painters because it has given a lot of people time to kind of sit down, learn the craft and uh, experiment a lot with what they're doing. So get out there and paint. Are there any other guidelines or a timeline you want to share with the people listening about the competition? Uh, the competition does end November 15th. Uh, the guidelines to include, it's just a single ship or miniature if you're using Legion. Uh, I do want people to send me three photos, one of a front, one of a back, and one of their favorite angle. Is really all I'm asking okay. for. Uh, they could send me more. I don't mind. They could send me multiple. I don't mind. But yeah, I I am going to be judging them all on, on my own. I have actually quite a few painting accolades as well. Uh, I have a couple crystal brushes from Adepticon, as well as uh, just a couple other random smaller painting awards. But yeah, I'm I'm using this time to kind of uh, let people share their creativity. I guess. What what were the pieces that got you the crystal brushes? Uh, I don't know if I even really. I do have one of them. Right here next to me, but it's broken. Um, but they were, I did, so there was a category for World War, or uh, for historical. And uh, I actually often just entered that one uh, just because I, I mean, I've always enjoyed historical stuff, obviously with my comic book, uh, which is kind of based in a alternate World War I. Um, I did a lot of stuff, uh, painting for World War II stuff, though, for Adepticon. So other than the painting competition in Minnesota Frostwade, you mentioned that you do have some painting accolades, and it's kind of why we wanted to have you on today was to talk about um, just kind of some painting tips, you know, uh, where should beginners begin, uh, some things that they can do to make their ships have that extra pop, and just uh, kind of some personal input from you about uh, painting for anyone that wants to delve into that adventure. Yeah, well, actually, the and the perspective I'd bring too is that um, I'm very amateurish at painting. I've painted all of, um, I think, one and a half miniatures at this point. Um, so I've just I just started getting into it a little bit. Um, I know John Carson, you guys both have painted a fair a fair bit in your X-wing careers now and just gaming careers in general. Um, so wait, one thing that kind of intimidates me about X-wing miniatures is that they usually come looking pretty good out of the box. Um, what what's the best way to approach that if you're pretty new to painting? Like, do I need to strip everything away? Where should I start if I want to paint, you know, an X-Wing to look like corn horns? Uh, well, for beginners, I mean, I already, I, I do believe the X-Wing still is the best pre-painted miniature on the market. Uh, honestly, I think if you want to just start by beginning by adding a couple additional touches to some of the ships to make them kind of feel more like your own, I think that's a good avenue to start. Rather, it's just like, you know, uh, changing the or adding more red to uh, Luke's X-wing or something. Um, I think that's a just a solid way to kind of start and get the feel for it. Uh, as far as stripping, I don't think you really need to strip X-wing ships. Uh, you can totally strip it, but uh, typically the paint applied is it. It's not really too caked on or anything, so it paints over pretty well. Um, I do suggest either using a can primer to base coat or else an airbrush to just uh, spray paint the whole the whole model. Um, I usually include the nub because later on I could just scrape it off with a exacto blade. So I, I like don't don't be too worried about painting on the okay. nub because that's that could be removed uh, pretty easily. 
but you know, uh, typically I, I try to go in with a plan. I, I often use like a Photoshop or a, I have my iPad with procreate and like, um, just kind of add ideas for markings that I want to paint onto a ship before doing it. Just, you know, kind of get the idea of, and try to try to find, uh, like kind of where I want to put the markings and stuff. Okay. See, this is why we brought you on. I mean, like, yes, John and I have painted and John's stuff looks better than mine. Um, but yeah, like I feel like no way, um, qualified to really give painting advice. Um, and here you are right off the bat. Like that's already something I never even thought about. And I've definitely messed up some paint jobs by not having a plan going in and then like, okay, I have to find out a way to salvage this paint job (laughs) or just, I've had some ones where I've messed it up. I'm like, I'm just going to buy another model and start over. <laughs> I mean, I, I've done that too. And there's no shame in that either. Um, I know. I still need to pick up I mean, another always, fire spray. That, <laughs> you, you, you can always strip it. I actually, I think I have three different fire sprays that will probably never be finished just because I screwed up somewhere on them. Uh, but those could be stripped. Yeah. It, it could be stripped easily. Just use a, a simple green let it soak for like a day and then wearing rubber gloves, just brush it with a old toothbrush that you're not using anymore. Don't, don't use your personal toothbrush. Otherwise that will not go well. Um, the next time you brush your teeth. That's how we lost our last co-host. But yeah, yeah. Your dentist loves that. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep him employed in the COVID era. <laughs> I, I actually, no, all right. <laughs> Wait, no, I, what are I you going to say? I, I just had, I had my wisdom teeth taken out like a week and a half oh, ago. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, and I currently don't have, I didn't have dental insurance. And boy, I, I hope I kept him uh, employed during uh, COVID. <laughs> They're doing just fine. Oh, rough. You feeling better, though, at least? I, I, I got to be honest. Recovery was great. Like, I, <laughs> I had no problems whatsoever. Um, and then I think since getting him out, I've actually been getting more sleep. So I've been pretty chipper. Uh, so all right. So we're all not going to brush our teeth with our paint toothbrush. Um, wait, wait, wait. It was my, it was my wisdom teeth. It wasn't. All right, sorry. Anyways. Also, um, Carson, don't rush us through this. I want to talk about dentistry for a little bit here. Yeah, this isn't. This is right, a lot we'll of medical maladies. The it's the unappreciated facet of X-wing that never gets talked about, like in any format whatsoever. It's just like you got to have good teeth, the dentistry. Man, you know. Yeah. I'd say ninety percent of my X-wing victories are due to my teeth. Yes. I have to go back and have another root canal because they didn't they didn't do the job right the first time. <laughs> oh, so. sorry, Carson's rushing on. through. He's got some bitter resentment issues here. There's some trauma. Realize. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> no, okay, so you know we're starting with a ship and expanding on the FFG paint scheme. Do you have any um, specific ships that you think are good ones to start with? Uh, I I would say something with a lot of flat and large panels uh the falcon i think everybody has like three or four of anyways yep <laughs> for the most part or like you know a, a, both a ship that is like large and flat but also a ship that you probably have numerous of where in which if you did screw up and don't want to use it you know you could just hide your shame <laughs> um uh, or you know you could just keep it aside and wait until you get better at painting to kind of come back to it and, and finish it fire spray is pretty good for that right because that's got some large panel chunks too on the shape like it's yeah okay you would think. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> I think I think like a flatter ship is good, just because uh, you you know I think a lot of people have a hard time learning to paint miniatures because it's not like drawing a picture as much because you know drawing you're on a, a flat surface and then when you're painting a miniature you got to learn you know 
I'm doing hand gestures. Uh, you got to learn like the curvature of the miniature, uh, and like learn kind of how to paint around the miniature without like you know doing too much and stuff like that. I would say too, like for anyone that might not have you know large ships. In my own experience, I found that the Fang Fighter is actually a pretty good one to use too. Uh, it's like literally the flattest ship. And there's also like a lot of geometric <laughs> panels on it too. So if you're trying to work on line work or just picking out specific panels, that's a really good one to kind of start with. Plus, like if you don't have like six of them, what are you doing? Uh, I actually, <laughs> yeah, definitely have to agree with that. I've had a lot of fun repainting fangs. Uh, it, it generally works pretty well. And yeah, the model's got um, just great. Like the physical texture on the wing um, lets you do some cool patterns pretty easily. So let's just say you're a brand new person to painting, Wade. Um, getting into it, what kind of like equipment would you recommend to people? You know, would you start with brushes? Um, you know, like what kind of paints would you use? Um, any input you can give, you know, new potential painters there? Uh, I don't really have any problems with any of the miniature painting companies, or the miniature paint companies out there. So anything anywhere from Games Workshop and Citadel to Vallejo to army painter. Uh, I, I think they're all pretty solid for like a beginner paint. Um, and really any, any fine tip brush. I use, I usually, my, my go-to is a, a O or double O paint brush, uh, which just details like the, the, the tip on the brush. Yep. Uh, you know, something fine. I, I is typically what I use, especially for like X-Wing cause it is already fine work. Uh, and then just, practice on you know practice doing like stripes or something uh like on a curved surface or you know a rim of a base for or even just the x-wing base itself too like i'm sure you have plenty of those just kind of learn try to try, just try to do like some test stripes um just to try to learn how to do striping because i think i think uh, squadron markings in x-wing are typically stripes and stuff um and i think it's good to, it's a good technique to learn so i keep all my bases paired up with the ships they originally came with um obviously because i'm a collector so that's not a good option for me but the rest of the advice was good thanks Tim. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah and then like uh when you when you do start doing striping or any sort of marking on a ship something i always try to do is i try to find like i mean most ships have like these panel markings or panel shapes or you know what you could you could see like there's a plate there and a plate there try to try to do like a a squadron marking that kind of details that so it's easier to replicate from the other side of the wing uh i have a b-wing i might send you guys the photo of just to kind of see that like you know you, you kind of want you, you do want to match the wings um and it's easier to do if you just like kind of match it with a, a panel line that's already uh, pre-existent oh, sure. on the ship so yeah and i also just like use those as like kind of references for you know straight lines mm -hmm. like i want to line up the straight lines i'm putting with the stripes with the paneling of that ship mm -hmm. right exactly all right so we've covered info for beginners i want to know the real tips though so once someone is feeling pretty comfortable painting miniatures they've done it you know put their hours in um, what are the what are the little things you've learned with painting either X-wing or Legion miniatures? What are the little tips and tricks you've learned specifically to take your paint, painting to the next level? What do I need to know to beat John in this painting competition? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, 
I, I do use an airbrush for most of my base, base coats. Shoot. Um, sometimes I'll use what's called a zenithal highlighting, or what you take a, a black base paint and like, paint it black, and then you hit hit it with from the top with like a white, just to kind of develop the shade, the shadows, and the depth of the miniature. Not necessary uh, for the most part, especially for X-Wing, I think. Um, X-Wing, I, I actually kind of go for a more simplistic approach. Uh, I let natural light kind of take over um getting all the highlights and shadows for the most part and i i i actually do try to replicate uh the manufacturer paint schemes uh in a way like i mean i'll do my own markings and stuff but like i want it to look natural if it was ever next to you know uh a, a fang fighter that you buy off the off the shelf right um as far as like more difficult tips one of the main main things I think that is important in any any painting in general is just to be patient with it. Uh, understand that you may not get exactly what you want the first go. Learning from your mistakes and then just trying to redo it. Uh, it's it's going to be tough. It does take a, a bit, but really the the most important thing is that you're happy with it, not that other people are happy with it. Unless it's the competition, in which case you also want Wade to be happy with it. That is true, but like the only way you're going to learn to is to learn from your mistakes. And I think I think painting in any sort of art form is very much something where you just have to learn. I will say that too, creatively, um, and like for any creative endeavor, you have to if you want to excel at something, you have to do the work, and don't have this expectation of um, doing it quote unquote correctly or perfectly the first time. I mean, I think this podcast is a case study in that. <laughs> where I mean, if you listen to the early stuff we produced, that um, you know, it's it's a little rough around the edges in a lot of cases, and we developed that's over kind, time. yeah. <laughs> we'll do a commentary track for our first episode sometime. I think that would be fun. Ooh, um, that sounds painful. <laughs> but um, no, there, I think there's there's value to that too here in the painting too, where you want to do the work, and that way you'll evolve the skills. And sometimes that means you'll make something that doesn't quite match your vision. And that's okay. You'll be better the next time you approach it, right? Just one of the best like bits of painting advice I think I've ever gotten, um, and this was more directly towards kind of 40K stuff, but um, you know, you'll go out there and you'll see armies painted by the guy that's been playing for 25 years, and it'll just be absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, you just got to paint and hobby to your own standard. You know, If you pick something and you have your skill set, and you paint it and you like it, that's all that matters. And if you, you know, can consistently turn out work that you think looks good to you, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Uh, and to and to follow up with that, I think it's more important to paint, and if it's bad, just let it be, I mean, if you think it's bad, just let it be bad. Uh, but it's, it's just more important to paint than to not to paint. I think painting is actually, a, it's a very enjoyable hobby. Uh, it's very soothing in a lot of ways for me. And it is it's therapeutic i learned that right away when i first started like you just sit there and you chill out like you can't not do that while you're painting right <laughs> right well so i mean i do really enjoy painting but i'm also one of those people that does need that deadline you know i need to paint my list before going to a big event um and obviously no big events happening right now so um that's you know one of the reasons i was really excited about this painting competition is like okay now i have that motivation um and it's funny that you said falcons because um, as a good one to start with, like I've painted a decent amount of X-Wing stuff. I've never painted a Falcon <laughs> and now I've been playing a bunch of Ray. So I, I think I, I think I have to do a Ray. I think you should do a Ray. <laughs> yep. 
I was actually just thinking there's a good parallel to saying, you know, working on something to get better over time. Because I feel like that's true for X-Wing painting, X-Wing playing, and Carson's dentistry at this point, too. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, but, like, another thing to note, too, just about painting in general, is uh, remember that, like, I mean, if you mess up, if there's, like, a, a small detail that doesn't look the way you want, just remember that, like, a majority of the people that see it aren't going to, you know, put it two inches away from their face like you are painting it. Uh, and we'll probably not see it anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I think that's something everyone learns is like, you're always going to be the biggest critic of your art. Like, uh, you're going to notice all the mistakes and like nobody else is really going to notice. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Are there more painting topics, guys? Or should we should we move into something else for a little uh, bit too? I do just... have, I, I have a secret weapon I want to share with people, I guess. Oh, okay. What you got? All right. So I think uh, when painting X-Wing ships, or really uh, almost all my painting, I'm sorry, I shouldn't shake that one. Uh, almost all my painting I've been doing lately, I've been using, uh, so there's a product called uh, AK Panel Liner. Uh, it's from AK Interactives. They do, I mean, all sorts of various really cool like effects stuff for the most part. They don't really do, I mean, they do some paints. I haven't tried their paints. Uh, if they listen to this for some reason, I would love to get some. <laughs> but uh, they do uh, they do panel liners, which are essentially just like a, a type of, uh, I believe it's an enamel wash. I should read this. Yes, it's an enamel wash, uh, where in which you essentially just take a very fine point brush, uh, get a little bit on the brush, and then just like tap very lightly into a crevice. Um, and then the, the wash will just kind of flow down the lines and stuff and uh, kind of help develop a lot of the, you know, well, crevices, I guess, on, like, an X-Wing ship mm -hmm. to kind of really bring out the panels. Uh, the same, so, I, like, I, I do plan on sending you guys a photo of this B-Wing I have that I painted a couple months ago. Um, and you could definitely see it in there, right? Like, it's 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 the equivalent that I found uh, to what FFG uses for their washing when they do it for their miniatures as well. Oh, cool, okay. Because, like, you, you could tell, yeah, like, there's like a, a, a type of wash used. And the nice thing about this stuff too is like you could just use, uh, if you screw up or if there's too much on there, you could just take some um, uh, white spirit and or turpentine and just kind of wipe it away, right? And and the stuff in the crevice will usually stay there if you don't, if you wipe away gently like with a Q-tip. Hmm. Really, really nifty. And I think it's, it, especially for like X-Wing, I think it really kind of... Uh, helps especially with that that pine liner and and with replicating ffg style as well yeah i'm looking at some pictures now that looks awesome yeah yeah pan liner <laughs> but yeah like i i mean i use it on the 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 trick you do with it too is before you apply it you apply usually with an airbrush i haven't tried it with just a brush uh but you apply like a gloss coat um just so like the, the surface is smooth uh, and then like, it'll kind of help it flow a little better as well. And like, you know, if you, if you use a space Marine from 40 K, like, you know, you could get some really, it'll just kind of like go around the shoulder pad and stuff like that. Um, yeah, look at that. You could see in this really good photograph of, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, li yeah. the live video that our listeners can't see, you know, I, we stuck I, to the audio medium. I'm talking to you guys. Uh, you guys aren't talking to me. <laughs> that's, that's... No, wait. You're talking to the world right now. Oh. 
or oh. approximately 1,500 people in the world. <laughs> See, I, I think that he's talking to my competition in this painting contest, and I, <laughs> now they all got that secret <laughs> secret tip, and I'm in trouble. Well, it, it, AK Interactive does take a few... Like, I've learned it takes a couple weeks for them to ship, so hopefully... Uh, Hopefully it doesn't come in time then. Uh, I do plan on doing okay, more. I got to get on that. I, I do want to do more painting contest, contests in the future. I think it's a, right now, especially, it's a really good way to kind of interact with everyone as we wait. Um, I unfortunately don't have tabletop simulators, so I haven't been able to learn. Like, I, I would have loved to do a campaign or a Toys for Toss thing on there this year, but unfortunately, I didn't really learn how to do that <laughs> yet. Uh, but maybe, maybe someday soon. No, I mean, this painting contest, like, is great, and yeah, I hope to see more, because, I mean, yes, I like having motivation to paint my stuff, but I also just, like, love seeing everyone else's paint jobs, like, I think that's awesome, and, like, any time where we get to celebrate that, like, that's great. I mean, like, one of my favorite things about going to big events is, like, seeing all the sweet paint jobs people put on their lists, like, it's cool to see people put effort in that stuff, and, like, usually it looks awesome. And wouldn't it be cool if, like, the first event that we all went to after this is all over, everybody had a, a painted, painted list, or even just, or even just a painted that ship? Would be pretty sweet. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of painted Nantexes, though. Yes, that's true. That is true. <laughs> the tiniest ship to paint. That's quick, then. It's true. Yeah. So. So Wade, looking forward to the future, you know, because we're very optimistic here at Radio TCX. So when we get when we get to the point in the not too distant future where we're back gathering uh, for events again, have you had any more ideas uh, beyond even paint competitions, uh, interesting things to do for Minnesota Frost? Yeah. So obviously, I think one of the main engagements I'm going to be doing with Minnesota Frost and with events in general is the typical uh, tournament setting. Uh, but like I've I've really wanted to do. I mean, even even things like in-house painting parties uh or in which you know we all just sit around we all paint uh i I bring my paints and let people use them i give them tips and share you know thoughts and you know try to help them out with some of the stuff that they're struggling with or not struggling with well um that's one of the things i really wanted to start doing other things like i i thought about even renting out a theater uh, at some point, I mean, <laughs> near future, uh, nearish, farish future, whatever. But like, if they still exist, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, I'd I'd love to start doing kind of more more things that you know we invite the whole community to uh, that don't always necessarily have to deal with gaming. Uh, I think I think X Wing's been probably one of the greatest uh, communities in my life, only because of the friends I made through it. Yeah, and like, yeah, absolutely. And like every time I see some of you guys, maybe I don't want to, you know, get really pissed off when I get a critical hit or through <laughs> and, and lose, you know, lose one of my favorite ships. Uh, like, like it, it'd be really cool to start engaging in other ways as well. Um, yeah, I mean, the one downside of painting your ships is they usually get destroyed really quickly. That's that just that's just part of it. <laughs> you got to play through that. You got to play through a few games to get off that new paint job. Bad luck. <laughs> That is a tactic, though. You could paint your your target ship that you want them to go for first. Uh, and See, I wish X-Wing was like 40K, and maybe Wade can attest to this too, but for 40K, your non-painted models are always the first ones to die. I wish X-Wing was the same way. Oh, I, I actually, no, I disagreed. I, I remember I had like a, just a unit of like Space Marines that I painted or like, like maybe Terminators. I, it's been a while. 
Uh, and like that was all the only painted unit I had in my army for the longest time. But it was always the first dead. Not necessarily because <laughs> it was good, but it's because I probably spent too much time like, oh, look how cool this guy is. and <laughs> Look how much time I spent all. <laughs> He's gone now. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tactic. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. I think lastly, Wade, too, what, uh, what's your advice for flying against Nantexes? Uh, bring Nantexes. I, I actually haven't, unfortunately, had a time to, any time to play with them yet, just because, like I said, I don't have Tabletop Simulator yet, which apparently is the thing I need. It is um, the thing. <laughs> uh, I really should have foresaw this, this coming. And, uh, yeah, they're great. I mean, everyone has a good time playing them. Everyone has a good time playing <laughs> against them. You're really no, missing out, Wade. No, I'm talking about table. I'm talking about tabletop simulator, not Antex. <laughs> uh, but like, I think it's a lot of it too. Is just it's just a meta thing. I I do think FFG hopefully notices. And the great thing about 2.0 is points changes are so much easier for them to do compared to like first edition, where in which, well, they they didn't really ever do it. It just didn't happen. Yeah, um, we just got Chardin refit. Yeah, yeah, they they waited, you know, they they knew about it, then waited years to develop a product to, you know, fix any problems that they had in older ships. Um, but yeah, I I I I still have faith, at least in points adjustments. Uh, I oh, I mean, it's been great. Like, I mean, yes, we have one outlier with the Nantex, but like, I mean, other than that, like, all the lists are pretty fun, you know, to play against. Like, I'm having fun. And there's a, there's always just gonna, I think there's just always going to be an outlier. Um, it's just kind of the nature of competitive gaming, right? I mean, you want things to change. You don't want it to get stale. You have, and yeah, sometimes you get outliers. <laughs> sometimes you get antics. Well, Wade, uh, thanks for coming on the show. I mean, those tips are awesome. This painting competition is awesome. Really excited. I uh, did get that ray going, um, and yeah, it's, it's just a huge honor to have you on the show um, again. You know those of you don't know wade or just got to know him now i mean wade's it's hard to think of someone who's contributed more to the x-wing community than wade Boucher. um you know, definitely within twin cities but you know around the country around the world his influence you know it's everywhere so huge honor to have you on the show wade I think you can tell how uh, important Wade is to the community just based on how excited everyone he is. No matter what event he's at, people see Wade and they get pretty excited. So, Wade, thanks for coming on the show. Where can people find you uh, to look up your work here? Uh, so they can find me. You could join uh, for the painting competition. Just go ahead and like and uh, favorite the uh, Minnesota Frost uh, in Facebook. It's a It's a group page. You could also, I mean, find me through my Patreon uh patreon.com backslash w uh where in which i do uh, have a comic book going that i would love you guys to read uh if you, especially if you like squadron stuff um but yeah awesome thanks thanks so much wade for being on the show <laughs> yeah thank you so much guys yeah and that once again that minnesota frost page that is where you want to submit uh your painting photos so good luck everyone let's get painting and thanks wade for being on the show yeah thanks guys i miss you all yeah, we miss you too, man. Miss you too. Aww. We miss you, Wade. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Radio TCX. If you like the show, please go into facebook.com slash Radio TCX and like our Facebook page. Please consider going on iTunes and leaving the podcast a five-star review saying what specifically you liked and why you think other people should listen. And if you want to support the show directly, please consider going on to patreon.com slash Radio TCX and becoming a supporter of the show today. 
thank you to everyone who's already been supporting the show. Again, folks, thank you all so much for listening, and another huge thank you to Wade for being on the show, and we will talk to you next week. Audio still going. Cool. Uh, Dewanawanga. Utini. Dewanawanga. Dewanawanga. Utini. <laughs> Utini. All right. <laughs> All right. I hate that song so much. <laughs> it's better than Lopty Neck. Come on. <laughs> They're both terrible, but. I would set on squirrel. Is that okay?